With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Work. That's work. Enter it now. Work. Work. That's work. right. Hey, baby. <laughs> Rod saw me, I'm, I'm, I'm all excited, we had a big meeting today, and I'm all doing my aerobics over here and getting all wound up. That's because you're angry. I'm not angry. I'm not an angry man. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, our usual Tuesday guest is uh, this uh, person we're going to talk to right now, our good friend Tanya O'Rourke from Nine News. Um, Tanya, how you doing? I'm good. I mean, I'm first day back from being off for a few days so i'm extra good how's that extra good well here's the thing do you get like well rocky and i are only curious do you get approximately yeah. from the way we're gauging this 40 weeks of vacation a year you know i've been at wcpo for an extraordinarily long time i think i'm in my 29th year so i get just alone something like a solid month. I'm not talking about including weekends. I'm talking like 29 days of vacation. Now, I'm also a salaried employee, so I don't get overtime. But, for example, we had a lot of overtime issues. I went to, I covered UC. I covered the Bengals on the road a couple of different times, too, including the Super Bowl, which was nine days out of town. And the way you, they oh. calculate your time when you travel and all that stuff, okay. like the nine days I was gone in California turned into nine vacation days. See, I, 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 don't want to, I don't want to pull the reverse on you, but do you realize <laughs> you were at the Super Bowl in Los Angeles, no, California? You were at a coal mine in South Dakota. And, and you got paid back <laughs> for doing that? I'm just asking, asking for a friend. You got paid. Yeah, trust me, I know. I mean, don't tell anyone. But um, it is a wild amount of work. And I know that doesn't sound like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. No, it's a lot of work. That's because you're up at all hours and you're working all hours of the day. You don't really have time to stop and enjoy too much of it. But anyway, that's the way our system works. So I've had people come up to me in the last week or couple weeks and say, are you starting to scale back? I guess I'm old or something. And I'm like, what? I'm like, well, you're not there that often anymore. I'm like, no, no, no. It's just because I have to use up all this time. And so we had a family wedding down in Florida over the weekend. So we went down to the like panhandle area, which is where the wedding was. And so we're, but yeah, I feel like I've been gone a lot. And so they, my boss was sort of like, please use up all this time as soon as possible. And I'm like, aye, aye, captain. And then, <laughs> you know, no then more. people are like, you don't work there anymore. And I'm like, I oh, know I do, I swear. So no, I, I know I do have a lot of vacation time though. And it's usually I don't get to use it all up. So I'll take like a Friday or, you know, try to try to take a little bit at a time, but yeah, that's fine. But I'm back. You don't have to explain anything to us. So let's talk Thank about. God. Let's do a quick thing here because we're going to talk more about it next week when the uh, special okay. actually airs. The who thing you did a while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? And it, it was on the fortieth 
like commemoration. It's hard to think of a bad thing happening as an anniversary, but on the commemoration of 40 years, when um, the Who concert occurred down at what was Riverfront Coliseum, um, in preparation for that, I grew up in Finneytown. So I feel like, I really do feel like I was born put on this earth to tell the story I got to tell, which was that I, I grew up in Finneytown and my brother was in the grade with a bunch of kids. There were three kids who died from Finneytown as they were trying to get into this two concert um, back in 1979. And so in 2019, we did this look back at it. And I looked at it from the perspective of this little town and the people in it, the town I grew up in, Finneytown, which lost three lives, 11 lives total lost that night. And it truly changed for a very, very long time, including to today, although some things are reverting back, um, it really changed how rock and roll was kind of, how, how it came, you know, like going to a concert, everything changed. You know, and just think about the fact that in 1979, this was a Monday night, 14-year-olds and 15-year-olds went down to the Riverfront Coliseum to go to a concert. I mean, I don't imagine you would allow your 14-year-old Rocky. And mm. and Eddie, I know you wouldn't have let your 14-year-olds, when they were 14 years old, go down to a concert in downtown Cincinnati in the middle of winter on a school night. So oh, hell, I was, I you know, I got there late. I've told the story many times. I got there late, and I was freaked out. I was like, what the yeah. hell happened here? Yeah. You know, was, you see, you have I mean, body bags coming down there. And I said, wow, a lot of people are doing drugs. I didn't know. I any, remember you saying that's what you I, thought I had happened. no idea that there had been this, drink or this stampede something. or something. And I see somebody, a couple of people going out in body bags. And I'm thinking, God, dog, is there some bad heroin going on here or something? Yeah. I mean, not to laugh, but that's what I thought. And then I was obviously very, very wrong. Right. And, and um, so for those who don't know, though, I feel like everyone in this community probably knows, because I think it changed this community, too, is that um, they didn't open up doors. And, and so when, you know, they started hearing, you know, it was, the, it was time to open the doors. People have been outside waiting all day. It was first come, first serve festival seating, which doesn't exist as festival seating anymore, though it does. It has started to make a comeback in different ways and that's kind of terrifying but um you could just run in and get whatever seat you wanted you could be front row you all paid the same amount um but well i'll be uh, let me tell you this from being there and and going to those old concerts what everybody crashed the doors for was to get on the floor because there was no floor seating so everybody rushed in to run to the front of the stage and that's what they were doing because my they girl heard a sound check though, right? They, they, there yeah. was a, they actually were. I want to. It was either a sound check or a video. Was or there playing. was a video That's they were playing. It was advertising the kids are all right. I think or yeah. Quadrophenia was one of the other. Oh, this is according to Bill Kirbishley, who's the who's manager. Quadrophenia had just come out, and they were just like playing some of the audio from it right. or from the movie, and kids heard that it was time for the doors to be opening anyway. They started to be this like they're opening, the door, you know, like. You know how it is. Um, one of the guys in this documentary who was there and survived kind of really had a great um, way of explaining it. He was like, you know how bees will swarm? swarm? He goes, you know, when one bee hears something, the rest all run. It, it was like, you you know, one person 
thought something was happening and it just spread like lightning through that crowd and they just started pushing and pushing trying to get in and another person describes it as like a meat grinder the way that people were pushed through i mean windows busted through the you know these double pane windows on these doors busted through and people sliding through losing their clothing as they were coming through on a 20 degree night or a 30 degree night cold december night losing clothes shoes jackets everything and um just to get inside and some people you know some people said they felt like they were in a wave like when you're out in the ocean you're being carried back and forth that's what i remember about it yeah right. people say yeah for you you would go 20 something feet and your and your feet wouldn't touch the ground that's how big and massive that that crowd surge was yeah and so we doing this documentary um, or we, you know, I just rewatched it last week and I was, it still freaks me out. I, I mean, I know I put it together, but I still watching it. It's just really emotional. We're going to rerun it because at the end of it, and it's not a surprise anymore. I was lucky enough that the, the band, the who Roger Daltrey, Pete Townsend, Bill Kerbishley, let me interview them. And it was the first time they'd ever talked about it on, on camera, like in any length, even to each other. And so they let me go interview them, which I couldn't believe some little, peon from cincinnati but that's the reason they did it was because i was from cincinnati because i grew up in finneytown mm -hmm. and because the guys from the that we've been working with them from the finneytown pen memorial which is memorializing those three kids from right. finneytown they oh, put me in touch with them. and yeah and um so i went and interviewed them in seattle on their last concert of 2019 and um and they talked uh, i asked them at the end like how come you've never come back You've never come back in 40 years, now 42 and a half years. And they said, you know, it's time. It's time we come back. And right. they're, they're, when they talk about that night, too, it's, it's just crazy to, to listen to them. And, and as they look back on it, and Pete Townsend so raw about it. But anyway, so they're coming back May 15th to TQL Stadium. So we're going to rerun that documentary a week from tomorrow. Yeah, that's, that's going to be wild. Next yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. And, and you know what? Let's uh, make this a two-parter. We'll come back on Tuesday. Okay. And I want to hear, you know, when you were talking about talking to those guys, to Townsend and um, Daltrey, Daltrey, about what exactly mm -hmm. they had to say and the emotion they showed. We will get into that next week. But uh, okay. for now, Tanya, thank you so much. Hey, anytime, guys. See you next week. Thanks, Tanya. Our good friend, Tanya O'Rourke, WCPO 9 News. And, you know, man, look, um, hopefully nothing like that ever happens again. So she said uh, May 15th yeah. is when they're coming back? Yeah. That's that's going to be... See, I wanted... That'll be kind of cool. I wanted to go because I was at the first show and I wanted to go back for this one. We're going to be in uh, Chicago visiting my kid. I didn't know uh, that was going on. And uh, I would like to be there to see it, but I'm sure we're going to get many stories shared Absolutely. about what yeah, happened there. Some calls on that. Yeah. Now we check in with traffic. Rob, what is going on? Well, we got a couple of big problems. One, due to an earlier accident that involved a fatality on the northbound 75 after 129. From the UC Health Traffic Center, UC Health has been performing life-saving transplants and providing second chances in greater Cincinnati for more than 50 years. Yeah, they're in the cleanup stages now of that accident involving two semis. North 75, the left lane is blocked beyond 129 before 63 Monroe, and you can expect about a 30-minute delay now from 129. Southbound.
southbound 75. The left two lanes are blocked with the near 20-minute delay from Route 63. Over on 71 north, there is an accident north of Route 73 Caesar Creek. A fire blocks the right lane there. Expect a 25-minute delay. An accident Glenway Avenue at Rapid Run Pike. And traffic is slowing on northbound 75, getting past the Norwood Lateral. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. The forecast from a 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Passing clouds, the low of 32 for tomorrow. Clouds and the high of 62. It is 46 now. News Radio 700 WLW. Hey guys, I've got a shocking secret for you, us ladies like to do, whether you're with us or not. In fact, some of us enjoy it more when we're doing it by ourselves. Listening to 700 WLW's live stream on the iHeartRadio app may be shocking for some people, but it's the perfect way to listen to the big one wherever you are. Let's face it, I can turn an app on as easily as a guy can. Listen to 700 WLW anywhere, anytime on the iHeartRadio app. This report is sponsored by Plum Type. Plum Type believes you deserve a better plumbing experience. Plum Type performs trenchless water line replacements, keeping your yard beautiful for less than a traditional dig. Call Plum Type 24 7 at 727 8483 or visit plumtight.com. Guys, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but do your homework and be sure to go to a provider you can trust. I. JD Vance. J.D. Vance, 5 o'clock. Ken Brew asked me yesterday in previewing this show uh, I what I thought, talking about yeah, that, why, yeah. why uh, Trump chose to endorse J.D. Vance. And I have my thoughts on it, but let's hear from the horse's mouth uh, from J.D. himself of why he got the Trump endorsement, which is obviously huge in the state of Ohio, a state that Trump won last election. Well, the first election by eight points, the last election by nine points. So that's a big-time name and big-time endorsement. So we'll talk to him. That's at 5 o'clock. Don't miss that. Then, of course, Jay Ratliff here in about 30 minutes about the... Talking about... Well, yeah, and, and I want to know, you know, is, 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 is it every airline? Is it everywhere in the airport? Is it, I mean, what exactly is the whole situation here with these men? Because I was wondering the same thing. Right. Yeah. So my, my, from my gathering is it's It's, it's everywhere. everywhere. It's done. So yeah. we shall ask uh, Jay here at, in about a half hour. But till then... Now, I've asked you before, you're not a skydiving person, right? Negative. Okay. Well, if you were, here's a reason you may want to switch your mind. This is pretty wild. There's a skydiver. Um, her name is uh, Jordan Hatmaker. Survived falling from a plane after her parachute got tangled. She plunged 13,000 feet. Okay. And, you know, you got like your regular chute, what got bunched up. Pulls the, the, the emergency chute, yeah. they kind of become intertwined, and you go into this kind of like death spiral, spiral thing. that spiral thing. <laughs> she going to, and, and yeah. yeah, so she hits the ground at 125 miles per hour. Okay. Lives. How about that? I mean, you know. Well, in that case, I'll do it. <laughs> well, yeah. She lives. How many I mean, people are going to live hitting the ground at 120, man? Broken back, broken leg, you oh. name it. I mean, some of the pictures, yeah, broken ankle, but. She remained conscious throughout the whole deal, and it, yeah, so, you know, she she survived, so you, you should give it a shot, Ed. You first, and then I'll go after you. I've bungee jumped. You told me you wouldn't even bungee Never. jump. Never. <laughs> Some guy I don't know put my life in his hands. Nope, not going to happen. But you'd jump out of a plane. I would not. Absolutely would not. Yeah. I'd bungee jump before I jump on a plane, but I would never bungee jump, so what's more than Never. 
it ain't that tough. <laughs> Not happening. Just kind of. Now, look. look let's, see, let's, I, I would tell you this. When I did it, I always thought that I was going to jump off that thing and do like a big swan dive. I still have the tape. I'll show it to you sometime. I'm thinking in my mind, I'm going to do like some cliff diver in Rio or whatever. Ah, watch me. And uh, if you watch the tape, I kind of just collapse off the platform. <laughs> <laughs> they have to like, like tranquilizing you just, no, just fell off. I just kind of, I think I'm jumping, but it's kind of like, uh, I'm just, I just fell off. See, for me, if you're like taking a cat and tried to throw it in water or something, it's just kind of like just scratching and pulling and, and every single solitary claw on his hand is grabbing at literally anything to keep from getting, th that would be me. I would be hanging on by, by both pinkies if I had to before I fell. <laughs> not happening. It's fun once you get to the bottom. I bet it is. When, you're, not, <laughs> when you're bouncing back up, that's the greatest feeling. Yeah, it's also not fun when you're like this woman going into a death spiral at 125 miles per hour. But she, as you said, she lived. Well, and and she's going back. She says she's not done skydiving. She's so. got a good story if she remembers anything that happened. Right, so going, she, around, going around the head, so, well, let me tell you about this crazy jump I went yeah. on. Let get to her. Well, let me tell you guys something. I well, got a story for you. comments will pretty much be like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. I'm going to do it again. Yes. That's what she said. Uh, we got news now. News Radio 700 WLW. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW. Cincinnati. With a mandate drop, the White House could respond as passengers now make the call. With the 330 report, I'm Sean Gallagher, breaking now. The Biden administration is weighing its options on how to respond to a federal judge's decision Monday to strike down mask mandates on transportation, including planes and other mass transit. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki spoke to reporters today aboard Air Force One, saying any steps to fight the judge's decision will likely come in a few days, but passengers should consider current CDC guidelines when they're traveling. We're continuing to encourage people to wear masks uh, in public transit. They'll make that decision because it's obviously not being implemented at this moment in time, but we'll continue to abide by CDC guidance. With the decision now up to individual passengers, our own Matt Reese was at Cincinnati Northern Kentucky International Airport earlier today talking to travelers on how they'll move forward. Most people were not wearing their masks in the check-in area here at the airport, like Skylar Powell, who was in town visiting her grandparents. And nobody's going to tell you to put a mask on. Right. Oh, cool. Then, yes, we will not be wearing one. <laughs> Others, like Francine, has a mask on. She's flying to Israel. It's not comfortable sitting on a plane for 12 hours with the mask on um but it does keep it down mindy kirshner with the airport says they are taking down all the signs that told passengers to wear a mask from cincinnati northern kentucky international airport matt reese news radio 700 wlw now the latest traffic and weather together from the UC Health Traffic Center, UC Health has been performing life-saving transplants and providing second chances in greater Cincinnati for more than 50 years. Northbound 75, the left lane's blocked between 129 and 63 Monroe following a serious earlier accident near the rest areas, close to a 30-minute delay there from 129. Southbound, the left two lanes are blocked due to damage to the median wall from that same accident, a 20-minute delay there from Route 63. Northbound 71, north of Route 73, the right lane's blocked due to a 
fire a several mile back up there and a broken down eastbound on the Norwood Lateral blocking the left lane approaching Montgomery Road. You're slow to before Reading Road. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. Now the latest forecast from the Train Heating and Cooling Weather Center on News Radio 700 WLW. Clouds will be with us in and out throughout the rest of your day with a high temperature near 51. For Tuesday, winds gusting out of the northwest up to 25 miles per hour. Those calm down overnight tonight with mostly clear to partly cloudy skies. We do have a shot at frost. The frost advisory out for Wednesday morning. We'll have a low near 33. By the afternoon, Wednesday, mostly cloudy, 62 with rain late in the day. From your severe weather station, I'm 9 First Warning Meteorologist Brandon Spinner, News Radio 700 WLW. And radar right now showing a cloudy sky. Our temperature 49 degrees. An accident on Interstate 75 northbound this morning involving two semis has left one person dead and shut down that highway for hours but has since reopened following a cleanup on both the north and some parts of the southbound lanes. The Ohio State Highway Patrol says the person killed was the driver of one of the semis who was ejected from the vehicle. Spot had to be called to the downtown Greyhound bus station this morning after a man allegedly threatened the manager there. 41-year-old Perry Buck, according to Cincinnati police, went into the bus station just before 10 o'clock informing the manager he was armed with a gun. It was later learned that he didn't have a gun but had a knife on him. Police would respond as Buck came outside telling officers he had a weapon but they could not see his hands. SWAT would respond firing a 40-millimeter foam round at Buck which struck him in the abdomen. He would be taken to UC Medical Center for non-life-threatening injuries. Interim Police Chief Teresa Thiechi says Buck is believed to be a homeless man from the Cleveland area as police had an encounter with him on Monday where he was taken to the hospital for an evaluation and later released. 700 WLW Sports. Here's the Reds update. Reds and Padres in game two of their series tonight in San Diego has Revere San Martin up against Joe Musgrove. 700 WLW's coverage begins at 6.05 in Lance and Sports Talk. RNL Carriers inside pitch at 8.40. Bengals update. Bengals hosting local players at their annual pre-draft workout today at Paul Brown Stadium. Soccer, USL, Pittsburgh Riverhounds in town to meet FC Cincinnati tonight in the U.S. Open Cup. Match time 7 p.m. at TQL Stadium. NHL tonight. Columbus Blue Jackets at San Jose at 10. Fox Sports 1360. Bill Dennison, 700 WLW Sports. Final half hour of trading on Wall Street today. The Dow is currently up 548 points. NASDAQ up 296. And the S&P up 76. Our next update is at 4 o'clock. I'm Sean Gallagher. News Radio 700. WLW. 700 WLW Cincinnati. Available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. 700 WLW. An iHeartRadio station. Hi, this is Dan Patrick, and here's what's trending from the iHeart Sports Network, presented by Mercedes-Benz. Seven straight losses are looming over the Reds as they continue their series in San Diego tonight. Cincinnati has the Major League's worst record. They're 2-9. and nine. The Bengals hosted Arizona State corner Jack Jones for a pre-draft visit today. Jones is projected as a day three selection with below average speed. And Tom Brady says he's got enough football left in him for one last chance to go out as a champ, telling ESPN his love of football and competing led him out of retirement. I'm Scott Davidson. Groundbreaking runs in the family. Safety runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz range of SUV. All right, back with Eddie and Rocky. We're all charged up, man. We had a big uh, cheerleading session with the staff today. That's right. It's probably the first time all of the, the folks that work here, all, all the talent, all the sales, all the bosses, yeah. we're all together in the same room. Uh-huh. It was cool. 
Yeah, you loved it. <laughs> I love, I love stuff like that. We got our picture up by the the mural on the wall. What do the new murals see we have here? That's right. You, you, you look. You have to come here as a listener. We got. I got to conduct a. We have to conduct tours. We'll yes. take turns. All of the air staff guys, and we'll show you around. This is an extravagant kind of a showplace, a uh, bit of a facility here, and uh, we'll be around. Show you around. It's it's gorgeous. Yes. Yeah, just come on in, set an appointment, and uh, you'll be you'll be the first one to lead. <laughs> you first. We'll, sh- we'll show you some of the tiny studios we used to have to go to the bathroom in because we didn't have a bathroom. But anyways, <laughs> um, <clears throat> now, Rock, you know, we've talked about bridezillas before, right? Oh, yeah, we've had plenty of good topics on that. Now, did... Was your wife a little bit of a bridezilla? Did she go a little sideways on anything, or did you guys handle it? You know, the, the only thing she went a little bit sideways on was I forget exactly what what the scenario was, but you know, you have an order like you know this groomsman is going down the aisle with this bridesmaid, and this one's going hmm. down with that one, and for some reason, I don't know. I was like, uh, let, let's change it up or something. Probably because one of my buddies wanted to walk down with one uh, the hot, some hot girl. Nah, just sure. kidding. Um, but So I was like, well, why don't we just kind of flip them? And she's like, you know, the programs are already printed and bah, that would just, the world would stop, literally stop right. spinning on its axis if you even fathomed that idea. And I was like, okay, we, we don't have to do that. So, but other than that, no, she, there was there was nothing, uh, nothing too bad. Um, this was... Uh, couple in i want to say colorado it's kind of confusing because i think they're from new york but i think they now live in uh, colorado uh caitlin uh, roscoe was marrying her fiance tyler white and they went which is one of my favorite things in the world did a tiktok video where they synchronized danced where they did like uh you know Right, yeah. doing I mean, the they thing. were doing like ballroom dancing or something, but it was like moving and much more goofy than ballroom but dancing. Which goofy, is, yeah, yeah. But and then they just had words printed on the screen, and it was basically, uh, yeah, okay. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Don't bring kids. Uh, some I, I get. I I I, I kind of get that. Mm-hmm. Don't bring kids because I you know. But there was like telling you what to wear. There are going to be no. Um, it was like if you wear blue jeans, you're not getting in. If you wear uh, if you bring kids, you're not getting in. 
don't come here expecting party favors, as in, like, there's going to be... Like a bag of... Uh, who knows? Some, I don't know. Is that a thing? I don't know. You're supposed to give people stuff to come to you. They give stuff to me. That, that's how it used to work, but nevertheless. Right. Well, and and no plus ones. If you come up with a friend, uh, we're, they're not getting in. So the rules instead of right. That's what I'm you saying. You want to encourage people to come. You you have to dress a certain way. You can't bring your spouse or significant other, and you, there's no gifts or food. Well, geez, where do I sign up? Well, look, this isn't like a you know a keg party that you're advertising on Twitter. It's your wedding. Guess what? Maybe somebody at the last minute, um, whatever you you get a date. Yeah, I finally got this uh, girl to go out with me, so I want to bring her, okay? No. Well, come on, yeah, man. Come on, yeah. <laughs> she I, doesn't eat much. The, the, the whole, I can't understand, you know, and, and I, I understand the value of some of the social media outlets, and I, I get it, but but TikTok is one, and even it's on Instagram, the... A lot. The premise is is a lot of it is people dancing. Now there is right. a fraction of a fraction of amount of people in this world that I want to watch dance. Right. Most of the ones that I like to watch dance work from midnight to four. But nevertheless, correct. But no. But seriously, like <laughs> twenty. You know, like twenty gets a good. Like dance. Michael Jackson can dance. Usher can dance. Uh, Drake can dance. Uh, you know, there's some of those girls on TikTok. But like, what I'm trying to say is, most people out there can't dance and i have no interest in watching that happen so why is that a thing that's like the premise of all of them is we're gonna do this little dance and it's choreographed right. and it's funny i i don't maybe i'm a hundred years old but i don't see the appeal in it well have you seen some of those things that go viral where the people do they they go to ballroom dancing classes and stuff for right. months and months and months. And oh, they're gonna, my God. They yeah. stage this big thing yeah. at their uh, reception. No. And, uh, the- I like to go on. At my wedding, Deb and I went out there and danced very uncomfortably to a song that I picked out. And it was fine. And <laughs> that was cool. But it's like, everybody get up and dance with us so I don't have to do this anymore. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even that some of that professional ballroom dance. Now I'll watch that. They're, those folks yeah, can those dance. Guys, that's on, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, cool. But the the dancing and the videos, how that is a thing. I don't get it. But the point of this whole story is this woman who put out the the video. It got in three days. Eleven and a half million views. Well, th- there's the answer to my question of why people do it. And but who's why? Who are those eleven million people? Like, oh wow, this is really. And one point awesome. seven million comments in three days. And the woman was like, "Who knew that all these people would have comments about my uh, don't do this and don't do that at my wedding?" Oh, so so they were commenting on all her, not so much the dancing, more on her list of demands. Basically, uh, talking about what a hmm she was. <laughs> That's not, that is correct. And there you go. Uh, wait, wait, what, what was this, this? What was your guys' first song uh, you danced to? It was an Otis Redding song. So was mine. Which one? Um, these arms of mine. All right, Mars was. Um, I've been loving you too long. Wow! How about that? How about that? How long have we been working together? And that's the first time I think I did not know that. There you go. So, Rob, you've been married uh, six, seven times. (laughs) Um, Have you uh, exhausted a playlist yet? (laughs) Rob? Rob? There you are. 
There's only so many Devo songs you can dance. <laughs> okay. Which did they like? Which the one did they like? Jocko Homo or they like? Um, what do you think? Ruby and Ruby and Cool. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. She's married so many times. Pretty much anything from like right. 75 to 77 has been used, God. and so it's before or after that critical. Time period. They're like, I'm out. I'm out of. We got to dance to Benny Goodman, man. I don't know. Yeah, we, Come on. We had to resort to German polkas. Right. <laughs> Six or seven or eight times. Oh, nothing like a good oompa dance. <laughs> Yeah. From the UC Health Traffic Center, UC Health has been performing life-saving transplants and providing second chances in greater Cincinnati for more than 50 years. Well, cleanup continues on that earlier serious accident on 75. It's between 129 and 63 Monroe. Northbound, the left lane remains blocked near the rest areas, and you've got close to now a 40-minute delay from Tylersville Road. Southbound, the left two lanes are blocked near a 20-minute delay there from north of 63. There is an accident on southbound Butler Warren Road at Tylersville and on Beachmont Avenue at Berkshire. Slow spots north 75 between the lateral and paddock, then Glendale Milford Road up to 275. Southbound a slowdown through Lockland and from Freeman to the bridge. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. The forecast from the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Passing clouds, the low of 32 for tomorrow. Clouds and the high of 62. It is 46 now. News Radio 700 WLW. Drink the waters of liberty. Breathe the air of freedom. Eat the hot dog of justice. You can do it, my friend. All you have to do is listen to me, the great American. Bill Cunningham, tomorrow at 12 noon on 700 WLW. Billy Cunningham, the conscience of a free people. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Are you a safe driver? Are you looking to save money? We have uh, Red's Padres. We're all tore up about it. but Big time. That's, that's the, I don't know that's the way I'm, she goes, you know. I'll be at home practicing. <laughs> Got some... Yard work. I'm gonna dive into as long as it's not you know 37 degrees like it's been the last two days. I'll be down at Keeneland, winning some money. Whether what's the chances there'll be like a mint julep in one of your hands, if not both? Oh, that's a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a winner winner right yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> man. Do, does anybody drink mint juleps other than nah, Derby nah. Derby Week? It's a little rough to be drinking uh, mint juleps. Yeah, I've been a lot of places and. You know, tasted a lot of drinks, but I, don't, I don't, can't remember anywhere somebody was like, hey, let me mix you up a mint julep here. And, and it was like, you know, December. No. Have you ever been to the Derby? You yeah. you were there a long time. I've, I've, I've right. seen, You've been there. I've seen right. both ends of the spectrum. I've been there in the yeah. infield, in the mud. Yeah, the infield. And I've man. been on the uh, the Millionaire's Row thing. But they walk the around with those big trays full of glass, uh, their glass glasses hmm? uh, full of mint juleps. And it's oh, it's it's sugar water with bourbon in it. And yeah. you know, hey, look, I'll drink one just because it's that's the thing. But man, if you're getting drunk on mint juleps, yeah, you got to get, get some gonna, sugar in there. That's, that's you're, gonna feel you're it going to feel it in about the middle of your forehead at some point. You're going to come down a hard. Let's just say, <laughs> put it that way. Correct. Correct. Um, do you take a multivitamin, Ed? Um, no. Okay, I don't think I'm, I mean I take I take all kinds of crap, but um, I wouldn't necessarily say a multivitamin, but take like a like zinc one and of the, vitamin D. Right, and, I take various things. But yes, uh, yeah, so I'll according to this study, multivitamins um, 
they're uh, suggesting that multivitamins may not do much to improve your health. There's See, that's what I've always Yeah, about. a total of five studies that they've done, and all five of them basically come back and say, you know, look, a lot of this stuff is going into the toilet, if you know what I mean. It's not... Correct. You're just peeing it right back out. Right. So, that, which has always made me hesitant to try this or try that, because what, what actually works, what doesn't work. I, I could say of all the supplements I've, I've taken... Um, there's like lifting creatine that actually helps helps you get stronger, helps you build muscle. What is Without creatine? I'm I'm <clears throat> it's, asking for me. I don't think I know. I've heard of it. It's creatine monohydrate, creatine ethyl ester. It's it's a com. It's found in meat, right? Like in steak. Like if you ate, you know, twenty steaks, there would be the amount of creatine in it that you get in a scoop or a couple of pills or whatever. Okay. So so that that certainly works. I can tell from from experience and otherwise that that works. Um, I think these uh, you know, these ground up uh, uh, liver pills now. I feel like those do something, but I also do like like the like the wheat. Oh, your chance to win one thousand dollars. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Bank. That's bank. Enter it now. Back with Eddie and Rocky and Rock. Ding dong, the mask is dead. Yes, and I feel like 99% of people are just head over heels overjoyed about this news. But what are the details? Is it every airline? Is it every part of the airport? What is it? That's why we wanted to bring on our good friend uh, Jay Ratliff to talk about that and much, much more. Jay, how are you? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. I'm doing great. So, Jay, what, what you heard rock there. Are we talking the, uh, I saw stuff on the media today. looks like CBG is clear. We've had reports on here. Uh, you can wear it if you want to. Knock yourself out. Um, on airplanes, mm-hmm. same thing. Knock yourself out. Is that everywhere? I'm assuming that's nationwide. It is. Now, when the announcement was made yesterday about the, the, the federal judge ruling, uh, the TSA was pretty quick to come out and say, okay, when you're going through the screening checkpoint, don't worry about the mask that's gone. We had airports around the country that were reporting in that they were going mask free. And my big concern yesterday at this time was what about the airlines? Because, you know, the airlines being private companies, they can do what they want to do. Right. And my biggest concern was with United Airlines because they're the ones that fall over themselves from a perception standpoint to do things that, you know, prove they care more about people. 
people and passengers and anybody else. And I thought, you watch. Those buzzards are going to keep their mask policy in place. And yesterday, initially, they said they weren't going to change their policy. Now, by the afternoon and evening and into today, that quickly changed where they were going to be mask optional along with all the other airlines. So that was certainly good news to see. And pretty much every airline at this point is going to be mask optional. And that's what the the CEOs for the airlines was after. And I can tell you behind closed doors, they were doing a Snoopy dance because the idea that this happens does a couple of things. One, for the people that could not or would not fly during the mask mandate, you know, like with Sherry, my wife with her, her asthma, she can't fly because she can't wear the mask. She now can do so. So a lot of people that wanted to book summer travel, which had not been able to, now they can. And the other thing that is really, I think, the more the most important part of this is we now have a legal precedent to, to, to reference if we ever have a situation like this in the future where there's a medical situation and all of a sudden it's the CDC that's leading the charge and, and making the calls and all this kind of stuff. Uh-uh-uh, not again, because we now have at least something legally we can go that's back to true. that let's hope prevents them from doing this kind of stuff again. Uh, so if people can look back and say, all right, now they want to make us wear masks for whatever, some bird flu or something, you're saying folks can look back and say, hey, look, we just had the precedent set of this federal judge came out and said this is beyond your jurisdiction, CDC, and we're not going to mm-hmm. have it, and that should stand. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah, you know, keep in mind I'm not a legal expert, but one of the things that really worked against us, anytime people were bringing up lawsuits against the CDC – uh, with regards to this, was there was nothing previously that had ever happened that we could compare it to. And it took forever for that case to get to the point where it could actually be looked at, reviewed, and a decision made. But uh, I tell you, the, the funniest, well, not the funny, but the thing that p- probably concerns me the most at this point in time is that we're going to be seeing already a, a, a large number of people flying and this summer little, in June, ooh. July, and August. Yeah. Remember, the, T- the TSA is still understaffed at many places around the country. You have airports that don't have a full staff of, of people from a full complement standpoint. Airlines are still fighting, trying to get enough people. You have Sun Country Airlines that announced about an hour ago that they've got to stop serving uh, Hawaii because they, they don't have enough pilots. So as a result, you're going to have all of this going on during the busiest summer travel yeah, season, no busiest season we've had in years. So as long as nobody gets sick for three months and we have perfect weather all summer, <laughs> I think we'll be okay. Yeah, well, everything you just mentioned happened to me in my travel over the weekend. And if you recall, Jay, I texted you about, what, 6.15 in the morning and said <laughs> the line. Yeah, I appreciate go, that. I was, yeah. I was on vacation there, brother, in hey, Florida. I, hey, I appreciate that. I figured you worked around the clock, Jay. You wouldn't mind, right? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, who needs a vacation? He did not tell me that. Yeah, I, I, was, I might <laughs> have been earlier than that. But anyway, no, the, the line to go in, if you're in the CVG, which most people have, you know, the line to go through TSA is kind of way in the back. It yeah. was out sure. the front door. And, really? and I've never yep. been so thankful I have pre-check in my life. Then I mean, because in that line, there was Jeez. 15 people. I mean, folks were, I mean, you know, were in hysterics because as you've you've warned us on this show, Jay, you say, look, you got to, you know, if you don't have any of the pre-check and all that sort of stuff and you're not used to traveling two hours before or else you might not make it because Minimum. yeah because Minimum. there's not enough people working T- TSA which I saw there uh, it was not like all the all the bays were being used so you're like okay that right. Jay talked about that and then from there 
you know, delays on the way out, delays on the way back. Um, we landed on Saturday night, and this was American. We were delayed an hour, landed, and then sat on the tarmac for an hour. And this is like 11.30 at night. So it went past midnight. Appreciate you not texting me on that one. No, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I was going to try to get you at both angles here. And it's, but uh, no, because they, they still call you next right. time. Yeah. I, yeah. He's not answering his text. I'm going to call him. <laughs> no, but the, the reason they said they couldn't pull us into the gate was because they didn't have enough staff to drive one of the little uh, gate thingies over to the plane. So the jet bridges. Yeah, yeah. jet bridge. Yeah. So they, we waited an hour on the tarmac waiting for that. And everybody was really calm and, and happy about it. And, and actually not, but no, I, I everything right. you've talked about, Jay, I, I experienced. That's one of the reasons that right before the, the flight goes on final approach and the seatbelt sign goes on, I hit the restroom. I hit the lavatory because these people say, Oh, I'll just wait till I get in the airport. Well, if there's a delay getting to the gate, you might be hurting. So, yeah, I've learned over the years you take care of business as soon as you can because you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, and I, not only here at CBG, but uh, airports across the country are battling this. And, look, the poor people that are working, they're doing the best they can. Uh, they're trying to hold it together. They're trying to do everything possible. But they can only do so much. And airlines, like every other business in the country, has experienced a real issue in attracting and retaining people. They're offering more pay. They're offering better hours, more flexibility. They're offering every creative solution they can to try to get people. And unfortunately, the, the, the young people that are working are calling the shots. They're coming in saying, I'll work these days, these hours. I can't work this. I can't work that. And the poor businesses are forced to either, you know, say, forget it, leave, or try to say, okay, we'll try to accommodate some of these demands uh, to make these things happen. So, you know, that's one of the reasons that you know, I, I heard from a lot of people uh, rock that day, thankfully via email, that not early were telling me about, <laughs> about what was going on. And as there were, now, you know, you, sleep's an interruption of our day. Call me any time. But <laughs> the thing was that a lot of people were even having trouble finding a parking space because so many people are yes, flying. Yes, and, right. and they're driving around, driving around. And some people spent 10 or 15 minutes trying to locate a parking spot. And, and when you Been see there. CBG, which is at 90% or whatever, of our pre-pandemic uh, levels, and that number continues to rise, more people are flying. And as a result, yes, you have to get there early. And we, we, I say it all the time, and people get tired of it, but go to Kings Island and spend three hours in the hot summer heat waiting on a ride, and nobody says a word. I tell them to show up at the airport two hours or more, and it's <laughs> like I've got two heads. It's, it's like, what are you talking about? But when you're talking about a vacation, a trip, the most important business meeting of the year, the idea of let's see how close we can cut it going to the airport no. is not going to make oh, it. No. And you thought, and when you look at this summer, we're going to see travel, we're going to see social media exploding with pictures and stories right. and all the other accounts of things that are going on at airports across the, the country. They're going to blame the TSA. They're going to blame the airports. They're going to blame the airlines. But really, when it comes down to it, it's up to us. If you've not flown for a while, go to TSA.gov, check out what you can and can't bring through security. Make sure you get to the airport at least two hours in advance, and please make sure you have a seat assignment. Uh, because when you have this type of n the numbers of, of people flying, a lot of these flights are going to be oversold. And by that, I mean there's more people at the airport than you have seats on the plane. Airlines overbook flights. And the problem is if you don't have a seat assignment, and you go trotting out to the airport because, you know, the ones you found online were all middle seats. I don't want those. I'll pick something up at the airport. Well, the problem is when you get out there and the flight's oversold, you're on standby. 
You're hoping they can get you on the plane. And that's why I tell people, man, grab that middle seat. Yeah, if you can work it out and change it at the airport, that's fine. But don't go walking into the airport anywhere on a busy summer travel season without some sort of seat assignment in your pocket. Uh, and Jay, you, you were talking earlier about just how you know staffing issues and, and things like that. So I was looking. It, it seems like some airlines uh, are having less cancellations, less delays compared to others. Like for instance, I, I have a stat here. I guess on Saturday, um, JetBlue had eight percent of its flights on Saturday canceled. Forty-four percent of them were delayed. Delta zero percent cancellations, and only nineteen percent were delayed. So what is that? Just a matter of Delta, a bigger airline, has less staffing issues than others? Or why is it different across airlines? I think people would like to know well, that. Well, it, 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 it depends on the city pairs that you're talking about, too. I mean, you know, a lot of times coming in and out of New England, uh, where we've got some of the busier, more congested airports, you're going to have issues. Coming in out of Dallas and Houston, you're going to have issues versus some of the smaller airports that a lot of these others operate out of. So, I mean, it really depends on the city pairs that we're talking about. But you also have the situation where, yeah, Delta is one of the most reliable from a completion standpoint airline in the country. Uh, they had a, a streak, it may have been two years ago, where they went 100 days in a row without a single flight cancellation anywhere in the world. And when you pull that off in a single day or two, that's a big deal. You do it over several months, that's insane. And that's why a lot of people will choose Delta, especially from a business standpoint, because they can count on their completion factor uh, more than any other. So I, I just checked, guys. I'm at CVGAirport.com. The security wait times right now, because I know people are freaking out. Uh, TSA is pre-checked six minutes eight minutes for the regular queue. So it's not like it's like this all the time, but we're spoiled here at this airport because of the job that people do. Mm. But on the busy the travel days, when you've got the, the weekends and the, the holidays and things like that, don't don't reference back to what it was the last time you flew. Just imagine it's going to be worse than you've ever seen before and get to the airport extra early. And if you have to buy an extra cup of coffee or something, you know, send me an email and, and, and chew me out. But, look, people need to make sure that they protect their flight because uh, you don't know what's going to happen. Somebody may go through that security checkpoint with a loaded firearm that they forgot about, and when all the bells and whistles go off, yeah, just make yourself comfortable because you're going to be there for a bit. All right, Jay. Thanks so much, buddy. Always a pleasure. All right, pal. And no, have a great afternoon, guys. Which one of us hasn't uh, texted you or called you yeah, at uh, yeah. six in the morning? I just want to get that <laughs> well, straight. Uh, I'll yeah. be sure to. Well, my daughters my do it all alive. the time. So, yeah. <laughs> no, it, 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 it's okay. And after two, three hours, I was able to go back to sleep. Good. <laughs> right. Cool. No all problem. Right. Thanks, all right, Jay. Jay. Uh, take care, okay. buddy. There's yeah. our good friend Jay Ratliff. No, and, and I texted him like a novel too, as well as uh, I was just. Uh, I was given like it was like I was on an investigative reporter, and I was on scene like here I am. I'm walking into CVG, and you can see over to the left, and da 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 da, da and the line comes from here, goes past this, and he's like, "Yep." If you would have done that to me, do you know what I would have texted you a picture of? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> it would have been <laughs> basically between my knees and my belly button. Let's uh, just talk about that for a second. If you want to get that the now, sorry, that vision is stuck in your brain. Uh, yes, I, I have that going for me. And I don't know, it's it's Jay. I just feel like if there's, you know, a, a plane flight and people are, I assume he's up and he's just monitoring it just incessantly. <laughs>
is on top of it. I figured he would want the information so he can come on Mike McConnell, give me some credit. Hey, look, our own Rocky Boyman is live on the scene at CVG, and he's reporting it. Was, it. Yeah, I mean, nothing. Or yeah, vacation with his wife. His wife. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's Lex Luthor sitting there? I gotta monitor all this at Got all times. Twelve monitors around you, <laughs> like, oh, what's the weather like? And Rock, know. I'm monitoring that right now. Thanks, thanks for letting me know what it's like on the boots on the ground. Yes. Uh, we uh, check in with traffic now. Rob. Yes. Yes. What's up? Things are looking good on northbound 75, southbound as well. They've cleared all lanes, and the accident has cleared as well. From the UC Health Traffic Center, UC Health has been performing life-saving transplants and providing second chances for Greater Cincinnati for more than 50 years. All lanes reopened on 75 between 129 and 63. All clear southbound. The backup's gone there. Northbound traffic still recovering from Tylersville Road. Westbound 275 now. There's an accident approaching 5 Mile, and it's got the left two lanes blocked. A delay is forming there. North 75 is steady getting past Buttermilk between the lateral and paddock, then from Glendale Milford to 275. Southbound stop and go from Sharon Road to Galberth and from Ezard Charles to the bridge. Northbound 71 steady traffic from the Norwood lateral up towards Stewart. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. The forecast in the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Passing clouds, the low of 32 for tomorrow. Clouds and the high of 62. It is 46 now. News Radio 700 WLW. The big one has your chance for big bucks. I'm talking about a thousand bucks. And that's big bucks. Every hour, weekdays from 9 to 5, listen for the keywords. Then enter them on 700WLW.com for your shot at a thousand dollars. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Are you a safe driver? Are you looking to save money? With DriveWise from Allstate. A family reunion I don't want to go to. No, I'm not talking about mine. I'm uh, talking <laughs> I'm talking about this family in, uh, if you, did you see this was last week, I believe. Mm -hmm. This was announced, and uh, we're always talking about Guinness World Records. Oh, I love it. The record. world's tallest family. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. They live, you didn't see this. I'm intrigued. No, I didn't. And I'm, I'm usually in tune with the, the record setting. Right. Things. That's what I'm saying. The world's uh, tallest family lives in Minnesota. There's five of them with an average height of six foot eight. Average. Six, eight point oh three. So is this is a man, a woman, and how many kids are we talking here? It's um, it's a grandparent. I mean, what is it? They're uh, the parents, uh, Scott and Chrissy, are six eight and six and Chrissy six three. Their uh, kids, Savannah, is the uh, oldest at six eight. Molly at twenty four is six six, and Adam. The baby of the family is 22, and he's 7'3". Wow. Now, 
And that's what I think they play any basketball in that family. Yeah. Well, that's what it says. They like they play basketball and volleyball. And Molly says, "Duh, coaches always said to us, you can't teach height." And bingo. That's right. <laughs> I wonder. If, I wonder if that was the thing where they they got together and said, "Look, you know, I love you. You love me. Yeah, yeah. But we could have some really talking kids here." Oh, and that's um. Does that go into the process, or all of a sudden your kid is just well? My kid, you've seen my kids. Shoot, my kids are almost as tall as you. I'm yeah. five seven. Deb is like five six, and our kids are both easy six two. Right. Well, I mean, for me, my my dad's five eight. My mom's five two. And I'm six four. Now my my youngest son is he's tall right now for an eight year old. He's you know he's real tall for an eight. But you know that could stop tomorrow. Who knows? But yeah, now our middle one. At least right now on pace is is a kind of a tiny thing, right? So, but but then even like, like I told you my parents, but even my sister, my my lone sibling is. I mean, she's five five, so that's not maybe five six five five. So she's not extraordinarily tall either. So I don't know. Everyone got skipping me. You're a freak. <laughs> um, my dad's dad was tall. He my dad got skipped. See, that's what happened. I think it was Deb's dad was pretty tall because my mom and dad were very short. I'm I was taller than both my mom and dad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Deb's dad was kind of tall, but he wasn't. But your mom and dad and and my grandparents were shorter because they're beaten down by manual labor right. their whole lives, <laughs> carrying like, heavy stuff. They grew up in the depression, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. No food and uh, lifting heavy stuff your whole life it has a little bit of an effect on your height. Eating nothing but carbs and drinking water will slow you down a little bit, I guess. Yeah, that's 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 how it goes. Bread and water and uh, lard. Lord, yeah, that's right. Pretty much what my mom and dad were were raised on. A little, little, little beer mixed in there, too. Yeah. So, Rock, this sounds like uh, maybe one of uh, our ex-girlfriends here. Um, see, guys, I don't look, I don't like to look back on those years with ex-girlfriends and stuff. It's no, just, uh, you didn't it's, enjoy that time period of your life at all. It's, oh, uh, no. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, this happened in England. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, how come you tell me about it during every break? Go on, I'm sorry. <laughs> See, that's my that's my tell. If I'm ever playing poker with you and I go, that means that you know that something's up. Uh, I, I figure that out. I do that with my wife all the time. I'll be saying, oh, God, that didn't, why well, I didn't do that. God, are you kidding me? And she'll be like, oh, come on, you did it. You gave your tell away, yes. Uh, you 20-year-old woman, this is in England who plotted to kidnap, torture, and murder a former lover with a, myrtle, uh, with a murder toolkit has been jailed. Sophie George was sentenced to 14 years in prison after pleading guilty to attempted murder. The defendant had uh, arranged to kill a 23-year-old man she knew and was caught with a murder toolkit. Yes, she had written it all down. And there it was, right on this page, she had left on her desk at work. Of how she was going to do it? Yeah. By the way, what what is inside a murder toolkit? I mean, the, the my mind can uh, goes everywhere on that. But what's in one? Officers arriving at the scene, thank you for asking, arrested her. And searching through her bags, they found items like bleach, duct tape, lighters, gloves, and a a, a Stanley knife, basically. Uh, yeah, a box, box cutter. cutter. Right. <laughs> so does it say like? Murder toolkit, like on the front of the toolbox there. A later search of her of uh, her address online 
uncovered a, a number of notes to on a to-do list featuring plans including drive to gravesite, walk him to site, kill and bury. <laughs> like, why do you need to write that out? Like, that's... <laughs> At least you're organized. I, I guess. That's one that, you know, they suspect someone's may have killed this person. They grab their computer, and, and it's always the Google searches. How to kill someone and get away with it. Oh, yeah. there's a there's a red flag, as they say in the business. When they've got a picture of everything she had, and it's uh, all kinds of... Well, you can see it here. Obviously, you can't... Uh, see it on the radio Ew. but there's uh she had rubber gloves the whole nine yards there she had apparently nose plugs so when she um was smell. bleach on the body and stuff right. she wouldn't right. be able to have to smell it so you know like if you're going to uh do something like that she's more prepared than most criminals you come across see the thing that i, I i'm looking at this all these pictures here and the rubber gloves and all that stuff but there's a, a couple of pair of pliers on there Ooh, what did you uh what, what did you have to, what were you gonna do with the pliers You're right I just have There's to ask torture involved well it's like uh, Marcellus in Pulp Fiction talking about gonna get a couple of guys over here with a pair <laughs> pair of pliers and blowtorch all time great lines <laughs> a pair of pliers <laughs> as soon as he says ego Wow. <laughs> you can see the vision. Minds wonders of what you do. You can see the do. vision in your brain. <laughs> uh, we check in with traffic now. Rob, uh, have you ever... The pliers are to get rid of the teeth so you can't identify with dental records. <clears throat> Rob, sounds like that's you they, uh, have that's some what experience they tell me. in this. Oh, is that no, what they say? Dumb. Yeah, that's what they say. Oh, man. I'm, I'm I'm having a little stroke here uh, thinking about you with your foot on somebody's neck you talking about getting up close and personal yeah. pulling teeth out of a body boy you got yeah. some things going on hey, I watch my show at my sheriff crime shows I know how it's done uh-huh I want to see yeah, your to-do list don't <laughs> Google search how to dissolve a body. <laughs> so, Rob, like when you, you know, accidentally kill one of your lizards or whatever, do you like take a little tiny pair of pliers and pull their teeth before you flush them down the toilet so, so no one gets wise? Dental records. That's yes. right. And match you to the, the crime. And just Unless so you know, hey, when the, uh, push comes to shove, Rocky's the one that always goads me into saying all these things. Uh, weird things to you. Is that it? Uh, no, if he kills he me, he's going to kill you, too. You're not getting out of this, right? <laughs> oh, that's His kids are young enough that they'll forget them. My kids are, they, they, they know their daddy. Uh, so just think of that, okay? What's the name of your dentist again? Anyways. <laughs> From the UC Health Traffic Center, UC Health has been performing life-saving transplants and providing second chances in greater Cincinnati for more than 50 years. There is an accident westbound 275 approaching 5 Mile. It's got the left two lanes blocked, still a bit of a delay getting by. Now an accident on westbound 32's ramp to northbound 275. It's got the right lane on the ramp blocked due to the accident there. Eastbound 275 traffic slows between Mosteller and Reed Hartman on 71 stop-and-go traffic between the lateral and the Ronald Reagan. Southbound slows past Martin Luther King down to 471. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. 
the forecast from the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Passing clouds, the low of 32 for tomorrow. Clouds and the high of 62. It is 46 now. News Radio 700 WLW. If Manny Ricardo had listened to those who called him a dreamer, he wouldn't have knocked on every agency's door. If he paid attention to those who said he was wasting his time, he wouldn't have spent countless hours perfecting his look. But because he never gave up, he got his big modeling break as the before picture in erectile dysfunction ads. That's the fighting spirit. The same fighting spirit Mike McConnell brings to your morning. The latest news, traffic, weather, and more tomorrow morning at 5 on 700 WLW. This report is sponsored by AAA Bob Summerall Tire and Service. Get $15 off any oil change at AAA Bob Summerall Tire and Service. Uh, hole. An a-hole. What makes one? Yeah. Someone who is overbearing and only cares about themselves. I don't know what you mean by that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and that. And <laughs> no, they've actually, uh, the reason I bring it up, they've actually done a study. What makes, what determines if someone is truly an a-hole? Okay. What are the criteria? They had uh, they did a survey of uh, they did like a focus group. They asked them three questions: Do you think that person knows their behavior bothers others? Do you think that person cares that their behavior bothers others? And do you think that person could change their behavior if they really wanted to? Fair okay. enough. Yeah, fair enough. That seems to cover it. According to the majority of the people in the survey. The common thing among the biggest hmm, is they allegedly know their behavior bothers others, but they just don't care. That, that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, usually there's something, if you know you're kind of being a jerk, you, you, you feel something, you just kind of read the room, you're like, oh, I better kind of hold off on that. But see, that's what always. You double down on it, you are an a hole. That's what, that's what gets me with people like that, though, is, I mean, we've all, hey, look, we've all lost our temper. You've all said something you're, you thought about after the fact and said, yeah, you know, I wish I hadn't said that. But, or it, maybe you go, and maybe the thing about these people is they don't think about apologizing. It's just like, well, I'm, well, I'm right, and you're, a, you're an right, idiot. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. Everyone else in the world must be wrong. I am, right. I am right. Well, that's uh, that's the way things run around my house, anyways. What you're the a hole or Debus? Are you kidding me? <laughs> my my wife is Mother Teresa, Mother Teresa, and I wander around just talking. You know, I'm barking at the, I'm biting at the air and stuff, and yeah. just, just just random stuff. And she's like, "Did you say something?" I uh, yeah, just you know, she give you a look like I'll give be you, over here. Like she'll look at uh, your boys and kind of give them give them the uh, hey dads and one of those mood kind of looks. Now my uh even my boys now that they're you know they're in their 20s now they'll they'll look at me and go whatever dad like, <laughs> Wait, don't whatever dad don't, me don't write me off <laughs> no I'm I'm really mad well see, I don't really get mad at them but I'll say just random stuff to them to try to get a rise out of them and but they've been brought they've been brought up that way so I can say just any random thing. I'll try to just get a rise up uh, out of them, just to kind of fire them up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you got to keep them on their toes a little bit, a little right? Bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, they deserve that. And uh, they're both like, 
Cool, Un- Dad. Unfazed. Whatever. <laughs> Which, in turn, again, makes you more mad. <laughs> See, I don't get really mad at him. I'm just trying to be a hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just to taunt them. Doesn't work anymore. It's good for him. Good that's for what I'm saying. Yeah. They, they, you know, I've given them a tough skin. That's what you need to learn with your boys. That's, that, well, th- there is something to that. Everyone says, why, you know... Why would anybody ever make fun of someone, or why do guys jab at one another? Because it's kind of like a thing you want to you want to see if that person isn't going to crumble if you in the slightest. Our website, bills. That's bills. Enter it now. All right, this is Big back with Eddie and Rocky, and we've got a guest. Yeah, obviously, we've got a very hotly contested Senate race uh, going on here in the state of Ohio, and uh, this kind of, uh, I think, surprised a lot of folks. Um, I I don't think many folks thought Trump might not endorse anybody in this race, but uh, he did. He came out last week, uh, endorsed J.D. Vance, and, and that's significant because... Look, Trump won the state of Ohio in 2016 by eight points, won it in 2020 by nine points, uh, if not more. So the, the, the Trump name and getting that endorsement is a huge, it's a game changer in this race. And uh, the man himself, J.D. Vance, joins us right now. J.D., how are you? I'm good, Rocky. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. It's been a little while. But uh, I guess first, uh, J.D., just explain uh, how this thing went down and when you found out the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was Good Friday, and I was uh, I was having a, a cookies and cream milkshake with my my four year old son, and I get a phone call from a number I didn't recognize, and I answer it, and, and the guy says, "This is Donald Trump," and I said, "Is it really?" Wow. <laughs> he wow. said, "Yeah, yeah, it is," and uh, he said, "I I've I've been watching you, and uh, we've talked about this race a lot, and I'm going to endorse you." And we you know we talked for another ten or so minutes, and my son said, uh, "Who's on the phone?" And I said, "It's, it's Donald <laughs> Trump, the President of the United States." <laughs> Wow. And it was just a crazy moment, and he, you know, he, he sort of explained why he did it, why he decided to endorse, and why he decided to endorse me. Um, I, you know, I, w- I wouldn't say that I was surprised. I d- definitely hopeful that he would endorse in the race because I knew if he did, it would be me. Uh, I, I thought he would stay neutral, or at least there was a good chance of it. But, but like you said in your intro, man, it's a game changer. It really helps us. So, JD, let me ask you: um, Why do you think that happened? Had there been prior discussions? Did you have a personal conversation with the man? Did your people talk to his people? How did all the machinations behind the scenes go? You know, a lot of conversations between me and the president personally. You know, I've gotten to know him uh, very, very well, I think, over the last few years. Um, you know, I, I, I think that a couple of things happened. One, it just got close, and I think he was itching to get involved in the race and weigh in on it. I think number two is the debates happened, and he's really, you know, he wants somebody who can advance the agenda and actually make a good case to voters, and he thought I just cleaned up on the debates. And then the, the third thing is I think he started to worry a little bit that if we sent the, weak, um, the, the weakest opponent to face Tim Ryan that we could actually lose the race. And so, you know, all those things combined to, to, to make him want to endorse me, I'm sure that he talked with a number of people behind the scenes. I mean, I even had friends of mine who were getting phone calls saying, hey, what do you think about this Ohio race? You know, who are you supporting? And, you know, some of them, he was actually surprised to know that people were supporting me. So it's it's, it's definitely been a, a good thing. But, you know, I, the thing about the president that I think the media misses quite a bit is that he, he's, a, he's, he's very motivated by ideas. You know, when he says America first, uh, that's not just a slogan to him. There's like a very discreet set of policy ideas on trade, 
on immigration, on foreign policy. Like there, there's a there's a full viewpoint behind it that he wants to dominate the Republican Party. And I think he sees me as the most closely aligned on the substance. And that was that was a very good thing. And JD, I, I got to ask you this. I, obviously, people have have heard you know some of your quotes in the past about the president. Obviously, Donald. I'm sure Donald Trump has heard those, and he's usually a guy that you know things like that get under his skin and and, and bother him. Did, did he address that at all, or or how did that conversation go down about what was maybe said about him in the past versus now? Yeah, you know, he and I have talked a lot about that a lot, actually. I mean, he, he, he has a memory like a steel trap. And, uh, you know, even I, I can remember, you know, talking to him a couple years ago and him saying, hey, uh, you weren't such a big fan of mine, were you? And it's like, no, sir, I wasn't early on. Um, but, but, no, he's, he's certainly gotten over it. I mean, obviously, he's supporting me and he trusts me uh, to be his ally in the Senate. And so he's, he's gotten over that. But you know, he made an interesting comment, actually, about this uh, not too long ago, which was that, you know, in, in his experience, some of the, the best allies of his were people who were converts. You know, they weren't won over immediately. Mm. They they were like me, right? They were very critical of him early on, but they saw the agenda in action, and they saw that he actually meant what he said. They said that some of those people have actually been his best allies and the people that he's been most pleased with. So, you know, he definitely doesn't like when people talk bad about him. I don't know who does, but he also likes winning converts, and he sees me as a convert, and, and certainly I am, so uh, was was happy that he saw it that way and, and, and saw it that way enough that he waited on the race. J.D. Vance is our guest. He's a candidate for for uh, Senate. And, and J.D., just, just describe what is the single biggest way this changes things? Is, is it from a fundraising standpoint, or what is the biggest thing this does for you to, to propel you and give you some momentum going forward? Well, I, I think the biggest effect is just on on – on the, you know, the election itself. I mean, I certainly hope that we'll raise additional money because of it. We saw a little bit of a bump uh, just in the couple days, you know, after the president made the announcement, which is, you know, on, on Good Friday. Um, you know, but, but as you sort of alluded to earlier, Rocky, that the main thing that my opponents have come after me with, because, you know, I sort of got out to an early lead and then you had all these negative attack ads, you know, almost, I think, $6 million of negative attack ads have been spent against me in this race. Uh, and the argument is, well, J.D. is a never-Trumper, right, that, that what he said in 2016 is somehow uh, unchanged and he's never, you know, never changed his mind. He still believes those things six years later. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And, you know, I think the president just kind of drives the stake through that narrative. Like these, these guys are going to have to have to find a different narrative for their attack ads because the president's come out and said, like, look, yeah, he said some bad things about me. A lot of people did. Uh, but he's on the team. He supports me and I support him. So I, I think the biggest thing is it just it really defeats that narrative, um, and and that's good because I think a lot of voters, you know, they they trust the president, right? And for good reason. He's the leader of the party because people think, uh, rightfully so, that he means what he says, uh, and he actually cares about them. And that's something that you know, unfortunately, a lot of Republican politicians have not don't have the trust of their voters. Uh, Donald Trump does, and so when he comes in and says he, this guy's on my team and I'm on his team, it means a lot. We're talking to J.D. Vance, and J.D., what separates you from the other candidates, obviously the the big ones, uh, Timken and uh, Mike Gibbons? Uh, Mike Gibbons has spent, what, 
Uh, the last I heard was $12 million. Certainly on this it, radio station. It's, it's, and a lot of it's on this radio. But he spent a ton of money, <laughs> as, as I think anybody listening is well aware of. What? Where do you cut from that herd? Yeah, obviously, you know, the, the Trump endorsement is, is a big difference at this point because everybody was seeking it, and now I, I've, I've got it. You know, to, to me, the biggest, the biggest substantive difference is, you know, you watch these debates, and I was kind of noticing this when I was standing there there on the debate stage with these guys is, you know, none of them are bad people. Um, I think all of them would be perfectly fine senators. Uh, but but they, it, it's also clear um, that they're reading from a script. I mean, sometimes literally, like at, at one of the debates, I saw Josh Mandel literally pull out a script and read the lines from I, it. JD, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I, I've Mandel, personally man. on this show have talked to the other, we'll mention the names, but have talked to other candidates in this race. And I feel that exact same way, that they're literally on the other line, on the other end of the phone, holding a piece of paper, and there's probably two or three other people in the room saying, now, now go to point number yep. four. And and right. I, I got to say, it, it is a breath of fresh air to hear someone just kind of just talk instead of giving me a, like a three-minute infomercial. Yeah, that's that's exactly it, man. And that's like substance actually matters. Right. I I think it's easy for those of us who pay attention to politics and think, oh, you know, these guys are all scumbags. They don't believe anything. Uh, But but it's it's pretty obvious when you don't know what you're talking about and you don't have, you know, real ideas behind some of these things. Like, look, we've got an inflation crisis. You know, what are we going to do about it? We have I think we have a huge problem uh, with with technology companies censoring conservatives and ganging up on them, making it harder for us to to have our voices heard. Like, what are you going to do about that? Right. The border crisis, we've got all these problems. And, and I worry a little bit about sending a Republican to Washington who's trying to read from a script instead of having, you know, actual values that they want to turn into legislation for the people of Ohio. And I, I think that is the biggest difference between me and the other guys. So, so what is the, I mean, what, when is the primary, by the way, that, that's a date that's been hard to pin down with all the right. lines and then this and that. When, when is it? Uh, I'm glad you asked that. So, so it is May 3rd, and we are firmly, firmly May 3rd. I, I got to say, the the thing that I've been worried about with this is, um, I, you know, I, we, we've seen this in our polling. You've seen this even in the other campaigns polling, which is, you know, biased against me. But the higher the turnout, the better it is for me, because um, we, you know, we attract a lot of young voters. We attract a lot of people, you know, who, who maybe haven't been Republicans in the past. I and mean, frankly, not not all that different from from Trump in 2016. And so we want as many people to vote on May 3rd as possible. And I think if, if a lot of people vote on May 3rd, we're going to win this thing in a runaway. So it's, it's May 3rd. It's firm. Uh, I think it's ridiculous that it's been up in the air for so long. But we do now know that May 3rd is the date. And people can actually early vote now. But you know, most of our voters, you know, we actually believe in Election Day in the Republican Party, not election season. So I think most of our voters are going to show up on May 3rd. All right. Um... With that, we will let you go, J.D. Vance. All right, you know what? Let me ask you one final question. Uh-oh. I'm going to go Mike Wallace. Go. Oh, I'm no. going Mike Wallace, man. Here we go. Where, <laughs> where, where do you stand on our Cincinnati Reds? We have to keep them in town. J.D. Vance, are you ready to go to the to the pits to keep that team in town? Uh, I'm definitely a fan of keeping the Reds in town. You know, I'm, I'm not even that big of a baseball guy. I've always been more of a football guy. But it's just one of the great things about living here. I mean, I, I'm sure you guys have experienced this, but, like, when you've got little kids, there's almost nothing more enjoyable than taking your kids to a ball game. Uh, it's just such such an important part of making this a good city to live in, especially for young families. We've got to keep them here. All right, buddy. Thanks so much. Thanks, J.D. Thank you, guys. Take yeah. care. J.D. Uh, Vance. Middleton, Middletown lad.
I thought that was a good explanation of, of the fact that, you know, Trump's like Trump likes people that maybe question him and don't just yes, yes, yes him to death because that, that can come off as phony and can do a very, very good job. So see, that's what I'm surprised that he got the uh, that he got the endorsement. Honestly, because you brought I just thought it up. he would I, stay out, period, you know, just not because because, again, again, Jane, Jane Timken has done a great job helping helping in the state of Ohio and all that. So that was, uh, I think. Probably caught some folks off guard, but um, he's, he's he's right. He's certainly. I, I've said all along that you know I, I've not endorsed anybody in this in this election, but I, I've always enjoyed. I've always felt his. He was the most came off as the most genuine, right? In terms of just well, like. Let he, me ask you this: because you've met the man, yeah. I have not. I mean, he seems like a nice fellow on the phone there, mm-hmm. but you know anybody can be a nice guy on the phone. You've met him. You've uh, talked well, to him face to face. Is mean, he a good guy? I, I think so. Every politician has, you know, they, they got the list of things they want to make sure they say and sure, get out there. Right. But I felt like it was the least rehearsed, the, the least kind of talking pointish. You know, I felt like it, it was at least kind of talking from the heart, and you could kind of, you know, ask him a question. And it wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm not prepared for that. You know, he just kind of talks like a normal person. And if he doesn't really know the answer, he'll kind of say, you know, this and that, but not sound like less robotic. Put it that right. way. Yeah. Because I would, I would like to let's make this an open forum on this particular radio show. We'll get Gibbons. We'll get uh, Mandel. We'll, yeah. we'll, you know, let's Tim can whoever, mm-hmm. you know, we'll get them on. We'll get Tim Bryan on. Right. Whatever. It, let's, uh, a lot can be... happen between now and that race. And, again, a lot of very, very good candidates in this thing. So, Well, uh, it's it's always it's great to hear everybody's point of view. Yeah. It's Quite right. frankly. And, then unfortunately, in this country right now, a lot of us aren't willing to do that. Right. That, that's true. <laughs> it's that's nice true. to actually hear yeah. what people are saying without going, well, you suck. By just, I, <laughs> know what I'm saying? Isn't that kind of the way it is right now? Right. It yeah. doesn't matter what you have to say. You could have the cure for cancer, but uh, you're not in my party, so screw you. Right. I mean, the, the part that, that I th- when I was thinking about is Trump can endorse and, and all that. And I'm like... <laughs> I get after hearing what what JD's past comments were, as as JD addressed, but I'm like, this is a guy who's who's fired. I mean, how many people did he fire? And like in his first year in office, right? Like it was so. It's like it doesn't seem like a man has a sense of humor very much about many things. But uh, I, I think he's a man of principle, and then I, I, the the explanation JD gave, I thought was, you know, it was good. All right, we check in with traffic now. He's a man of wealth and taste. Our good friend. And then friend. there's Rob. And then the- <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about Satan. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Over you, Rob. Uh, sympathy for the dead. Uh, anyway. Um, and then there's and then there's and then came Rob. <laughs> <laughs> From the UC Health Traffic Center, <laughs> UC Health has been performing life-saving transplants and providing second chances in greater Cincinnati for more than 50 years. A few accidents hanging around, not really causing any major issues. North 75 between Glendale, Milford and Sharon Road uh, on Shepherd Lane's ramp to North 75. Westbound 32's ramp to northbound 275 and on South 71's ramp to Martin Luther King and Taft. Steady traffic remaining on northbound 75 now between Mitchell and Maddock. Your slow southbound Glendale Milford Road to Galbraith between the lateral and Mitchell and Desert Charles to the Brent Spence Bridge. On 71, traffic is stop and go between the lateral and the Ronald Reagan. Southbound slows past Martin Luther King to 471. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. 
The forecast from the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Passing clouds, the low of 32 for tomorrow. Clouds and the high of 62. It is 46 now. News Radio 700 WLW. Hey, hey. They'll be going at it in the Golden Squad. What a catch! Oh, my! Our mighty red legs are in San Diego to pound away at the Padres. Away back there, and it is gone! And we've got the action live. That might be the play of the year. Get the call live tonight at 840. Way back and way gone. On 700 WLW and 700 WLW's live stream on the iHeartRadio hey, app. Hey. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. If April is showering your company with open job positions. From ABC News and Andy, uh, talk about a sticky wicket at the old White House. The CDC is saying, you know, mask everywhere, da-da-da-da-da, but everybody's saying, ah, we're not going to do it anymore. Well, not everyone is saying that. Only uh, the federal mandate, which the uh, CDC put in as a federal health rule on airplanes and trains and buses uh this federal judge uh who by the way was a trump appointee and was uh unanimously voted as uh unqualified for the job by the american bar association uh she she alone has uh made this ruling uh which the Biden administration could uh basically try to challenge another court. They haven't decided if they're going to do it yet. I think there may be some political considerations for that because people are just sick of mass mandates everywhere. Right. Uh, but the problem is, whether you're sick of them or not, COVID's still making people sick, and especially in closed areas. So uh, that's why it's very confusing now because the CDC is saying, no, we still think you should wear a mask on a plane. Uh, there are some airports in this country that are still because they're locally run, requiring you to wear a mask inside the airport. But as soon as you get to the plane, in a much tightly, more tightly closed area, you can take the mask off. Uh, That's why people are just scratching their heads and wondering what they should do right now. Well, I'm thankful for Catherine Mazzell. She's a patriot and and just liberated the whole country from this nonsense of wearing a mask. There's never been any study out there that's shown masks on an airplane help or do anything. So the question, though, Andy, is what is the Biden administration going to do? Are they going to try to come over the top and reinstitute this thing? This seems to be a very popular thing. I would imagine 95 percent of the country is head over heels overjoyed with this ruling here. Well, they don't know. I mean, they, they they said they're evaluating and look at looking at it. I mean, if I were a betting person, I would bet that they're probably just going to let this stay because it was only going to be in effect for another fifteen or twenty days until May or something. Uh, and you know, the fact is, is that you know, if masks didn't work, uh, a lot more people would, doctors would have gotten sick during the pandemic inside these hospitals, and they were up close and personal with people with this. But the mitigating mm. factor right now is that a good portion of the country is vaccinated and we have a variant now that isn't getting people as sick as the earlier variants are, which is why we're seeing the lower hospitalization rates. Uh, But there are, remember, a lot of children who cannot get vaccinated and they're flying on these planes and they're not protected. Um, One of the former CDC, I'm sorry, one of the former um, coronavirus directors in the Biden administration tweeted today saying if airplanes can tell people not to eat peanuts on a plane because one or two children 
may have an allergic reaction to it, why can't they tell people also to wear masks? And that's a, a fairly decent question, because even though most of the adults on the plane are protected against the virus and getting sick, there are a lot of children that aren't, and there are parents that are worried about that now. But, but I don't think anybody debates uh, well, a peanut allergy. If a kid comes in contact, they get sick, of course. But there is, again, no study out there that shows that masks on a plane, especially, or literally anywhere, do anything to protect you or reduce your risk of COVID. So I, I don't see that comparison at all. Well, I, I, again, I'm not making the comparison. The head of the coronavirus task force made the comparison, and that's the question he was asking the airlines there, that if you have a child who's unprotected uh, right now because there is no vaccine for the children, or at least not approved, what do you do when you're a parent trying to fly on these planes? You can put a mask on your child if you think that's going to help. But um, as we know, um, two people wearing a mask, and there have been studies that show that two people wearing a mask do lessen the the chances of you getting COVID. One person, not as much. And certainly so, it depends on the mask you wear. Well, Andy, before we let you go, what is, so this is international as well? What are we looking at here? I mean, if I'm flying to whatever, if I'm flying to Belgium tomorrow, is it, uh, am I going to be able to fly in there and not have to worry about a mask? Uh, I don't, I think the international really depends on where you're flying to and what that particular country is telling you to do. But right now, this only applies to the mandate that affects flights inside the United States or originating inside the United States. All right. Andy, thanks so much. Always a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Andy. Andy uh, Field, ABC News. So, well, I guess we figure it out as we go, right? Uh, they're going to figure out nothing. Uh, I'm, <laughs> you'd have to be insane to put a mask on it. I mean, look, no, I, I shouldn't say it. If you want to put one on and you feel that right. that's your, yeah, then, you then do it. Put four of them on. But I, I don't see any scenario where these things come back anywhere in the near future. Because the airlines, again, we talked to Jay Ratliff earlier. They know that there's a lot more people that are going to travel now because this, this thing has Big been lifted. Time. Which It's all about the dollars. And if it ain't about the dollars, then it don't make sense, right? There's a rap about that. Oh, about that. Is yeah. that really? I'll say, <laughs> I got to hang out with you, man. You're, you're street. Yes. <laughs> oh, my wife tells me that all the time. Uh, I yeah. bet you. I bet probably something to do with get out in the street. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've heard that one, too. <laughs> I've heard that rap. Uh, we got, uh, we're going to be talking to baseball coming up, but now we check in with Travis. Rob, what is up? From the UC Health Traffic Center, UC Health has been performing life-saving transplants and providing second chances in greater Cincinnati for more than 50 years. There's a broken down truck at the end of westbound 32's ramp to northbound 275. It's off to the right shoulder and an accident northbound 22 at Creek Woods and the old 3C Highway. Traffic is steady on northbound 75 now between Mitchell and Paddock, starting to see some uh, clearing of the volume. Southbound slows out of uh, Lachlan, then between Ezard Charles and the bridge and from Buttermilk down past Donaldson toward Turfway. North 71, your stop and go between Smith Edwards and the Ronald Reagan. Some slower traffic southbound between 275 and the Ronald Reagan. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. The forecast from the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Passing clouds, the low of 32 for tomorrow. Clouds and the high of 62. It is 46 now. News Radio 700 WLW. Hey, it's your friend Scott Sloan here, and I'd like to get real with you for a moment. All across the country, and even right here in the tri-state, there are people who have to go without. 
without being able to listen to my entire show, the Scott Sloan Show. I know, it's tragic. If you find yourself having to go without hearing my whole show, there is help. You can catch the podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Remember, no one should have to go without. This report is sponsored by AAA Bob Summerall Tire and Service. Bring for a new set of tires and save big at AAA Bob Summerall Tire and Service. Now through April 30th, everyone can save up to one. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime time anywhere even at 30,000 feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus